I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to a very special bonus edition of the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson and today we're pretty much brought to you by FUBAR. Let me explain. Basically, FUBAR have advertised in our magazine in the past um, and it sort of made us aware of how many great podcasts that they have, how many great radio shows that they have that they then turn into podcasts as well. And we just thought, why not? speak to a few of the hosts and uh, put them all out on one special episode so this is the foobar radio pod bible podcast takeover i guess um stew whiffin who uh, you guys all know is uh, one of the founders of pod bible alongside me and scroobius pip and also a regular co-host on this podcast uh, sat down and spoke to all three of our guests i say three they're actually six uh, but all three pairs um, and we are going to hear those conversations very shortly. Before I do that, very quickly, of course, do not forget that if you would like to make your own podcast, then we have an audio series with Himalaya Learning that we put together. There are 10 episodes. It's called How to Make a Podcast. And if you go to Himalaya.com forward slash pod, you can have a listen to the first couple of episodes. You can use the promo code POD. P-O-D, for 14 days of free access to all of Himalaya's content. So if you want to uh, listen to all of our episodes and then go and check out a load of other stuff as well, then you can for 14 days. So go and have a look. All right, let's kick things off then. Uh, The first chat we have today with a host or hosts from FUBAR Radio is with Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf from Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club. Okay, Nathaniel, Nick, tell us all about your podcast, please. Um, <laughs> after, after me. Um, so our, pod, our podcast is called uh, Nick and... Is it called Nick and Nathaniel's Fan Club? Is it called Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf? <laughs> what is it called? Club? Well, is it, is it called? Uh, what is it? It's called, well, it was called Nick and Nats. Well, then it was Nick and Nathaniel's. On the show, we refer to it as Nick and Nathaniel Metcalf's Fan Club because I like having a full name. And people are more likely to know who Nick is. I've stopped doing that in the last few. Have you? I uh, quite liked it. Yeah. Oh, did you? I, I, I always felt like I was sort of like slyly bullying you. And I was just like, oh, I didn't feel good about it after a while. And I was like, oh, I've got to get right, my name I'll, out there. I'll say my full, I've started saying my full name again. Uh, but I think because of COVID, I've slipped into kind of obscurity a little bit. So maybe I need to remind people what my full name is. Our show is called Fan Club. <laughs> It's, um, it's over on uh, FUBAR. It basically, so what happened was I lived around the corner from FUBAR Radio, which is a, uh online digital radio station. And I lived around the corner and they would quite surprisingly often need an emergency guest for their other shows. And because I was near, I could get there in like 10 minutes. And so I'd go on and do it. And uh, me and Nat, we're trying to get our asses in gear to do some sort of podcast. We tried loads of different formats and lots of ways. I think we overthought it. We were kind of like, what, what, what do we, what do we do? We'll come up with a different topic every week and uh, we'll do loads of research and off our own bats. We didn't do anything for like four years. And then I was their emergency guest over at FUBAR and they said, Oh, Nick, do you want your own show? And I was like, at FUBAR? No. 
And then um, they said, I, then I said, but what if I did uh, a show with my friend Nathaniel and um, we talked about films and they said, oh, we've already got two film shows, but we'll, we'll talk to you about it. So then me and Nat talked and Nathaniel had just done a show called uh, Fanatic. Enthusiast. Enthusiast, Enthusiast, where Nathaniel, me, basically me and Nathaniel have known each other for how long? 12 About years? 13 years, I think. 13 years. And uh, I, I wasn't counting this year because it hasn't happened. OK, um, 12. But Nathaniel used to work in a comic shop and I used to sort of like walk past the comic shop and I'd just walk, I'd walk it. You would work downstairs in the basement yeah. of this comic shop and I'd go into the front desk upstairs and I'd say, is Nathaniel in? And they'd be like, yeah, he's downstairs. And I would go downstairs and I would stand, stand I wouldn't buy anything. I'd stand there for an hour and we'd just talk about films and then I'd leave. It was like as nerdy as it gets. <laughs> And then we'd sort of like, we'd just meet up and we'd talk about films. We'd just always talk about films. I said, can we do a film podcast? They said, no, we've already got two. So I said, what if it's about fandom and we just bring people on and we talk to them what, about what they're a fan of and what we're a fan of? And they said, yeah, that's great. So we wrote up a little treatment. And the idea was we'd talk about, oh, we're fans of theme parks this week or we're fans of vinyl pop figures this week. You know, what are you a fan of? Uh, which comic book are you a fan of? And it was going meant to... And then what we realised was uh, we're not really that interested in anything else other than films. So we, we only talk about films and no-one seemed to notice. <laughs> so we, we we ended up doing a... We ended up sort of like... Covertly, we've managed to do another film podcast, uh, a film film radio show for them, uh, which then becomes a podcast after we've aired it. So we air it live, and then it becomes a podcast. Wonderful. I mean, give us a list of some of the people that you've you've spoke to so far um, that have guested on the on the podcast, so people can kind of get a, a grasp of um, who you've chatted to. Well, we've had like lots of people we know, so we've had other comics. Yeah. Uh, but we've also had people more recently in lockdown. We've had people like Matt Goss. Uh, we had Miranda Raisin today. Matt Goss was great, actually, a really sort of fascinating sort of character. Because you think my thing about him was that he was just, I always think of him as being successful, but he's almost talked about like he isn't successful. And yet he's just had this sort of kind of remarkable career where he, he has this sort of career where he's in Bross and then basically goes to the States and then becomes like, a massive kind of loungeinger in Las Vegas, and you know he's he's doing all right. Don't worry about Matt Gus. And there's that idea, I think, in the British press that people like to kind of see him almost like, oh, Matt Gus, he's a bit of a punchline. Whereas I was Matt, talking about it like he's a success in anyone's eyes, surely. Yeah, because Matt and Luke basically got so bullied by the British press that they basically split the band up and then they they left the country. And we were trying to sort of like, we couldn't quite work out what the angle was for the Matt Goss episode. And obviously the the Bross uh, documentary came out and they're kind of presented in a certain light. And we were kind of like, well, we don't want to sort of like pile on and just kind of like treat him like he's an idiot because that's how they sort of like present them in the in the documentary but then what happened was he got 
he got the wrong date when we were actually recording. Um, so, so we did the first hour of the show. Our show's two hours, where the first hour we talk about stuff that we've... So we took the preparation element out of it, and now literally we just turn up and we talk about what we've seen that week and what we liked that week. Like, we're trying to do, like, a positive show about stuff that we're enthusiastic about. And then in the second hour, we'll get a guest in. And so we did the first hour, and then the second hour... Matt didn't turn up and so we rescheduled for the next day and it meant that me and we were both really nervous about yeah. it because we wanted to, we wanted to treat it properly and then it, what it did was it gave we actually instead we had a brainstorming session where we just talked about what would our angle be if we talked to him and then we just basically came to the conclusion that he's actually he's he's just really successful and we would just treat him like a human being and get to get to get to know him and he came, and he came on the next day and we filmed the second we recorded the second hour he was great he, you know it's one of the ones where my dad who has got no knowledge of Ross whatsoever he listens to the show and he he just had nothing but positive things to say about it and it was and it was a really great one because it helped us grow an audience a little bit where we were getting people from all over the world that are huge Matt Goss fans that sort of uh, started listening to our show. And, um, yeah, it was really, it was, yeah, it was a really good one. Um, when, when we were live, we've been going for about two and a half years or maybe coming up to three years. So when we were live uh, in the studio, you, we'd record at midday on a Friday and you end up with, not you end up with, but we ended up with a lot of comedians because they're all free in the day. And so what's happened with lockdown is we've been able to actually sort of like get people that don't necessarily live in England. Like we, we talked to Bob Saget uh, and uh, we've managed to get people like Harry Hill on and Johnny Vegas, you know, people that aren't necessarily London based. Uh, Cause you'll be lucky if someone's sort of like in London at that time. Cause I don't think we pay anyone. So it's sort of like, you're lucky that they're in London at that time. And then, if, if the schedules match up, then you get a guest. But if they don't, then you're kind of like, oh, well, we'll get our friends that are comedians on and we'll talk to them. They're all good. They're all good episodes and interesting. one of the only guests we campaigned for was uh, Jim Cummings, who did a film last year, Thunder Road. And we, we saw, like, a preview of the film and we loved it so much. We were just going, can we get this guy on? He's amazing. And we, it was probably one of the, the best interviews we've done because we really researched it. We watched all his films, and it was almost like no other episode. He came on, and we were just telling him how great he was and how great his films were, which is yeah, a very just, different... different, we, different flat, we, we flattered him for an hour, which was sort of like a new approach. And I can't, I can't quite understand why we haven't done that again, but, like, it was a lot of work, wasn't it? But the format of the show is basically it's really laid back, and it's basically... One of the biggest compliments is that we get people writing in and saying that it's like, um, it's like listening to their mates chatting at the pub. Perfect. And you go, that's what it's, that's all it's, that's all it's meant to be, really. It's a bit of fun. I think my dad was really like, this isn't very kind of like highbrow or intellectual, Nick, because he thinks that everything that I do has got to be important and mean something. But in actual fact, it was never, it's never meant to be that. And because it is so sort of like lightweight and disposable and of the moment, what have you seen this week? Actually, it has become quite important for a lot of people in lockdown because it's kind of like it's a weekly thing for people to listen to. And it's like it's company, isn't it? I've lived on my own for most of lockdown. And so it's kind of like having those having those things where you feel like you're part of something has been really important, I think. 100%. If 
you was to direct a new listener to the podcast, what episode would you say is a good starting point that kind of gives you a really good kind of cross-section of what you're trying to do with a podcast? I might say even something like your episode. I think my favourite episodes are, are often the ones where we have a chat for an hour and then someone can come along and just carry on the chat. I quite like it when, in a way... Part of the format is to ask people what they're fans of, but I almost prefer it when we don't get onto that at all. Yeah. And it's just such an organic chat that you start talking at three o'clock and you just go on because it's just part of... It's like like that thing about people having a chat in a pub. It's like one of your other mates has turned up and you just pick up a thing and say, tell us about this. And you almost start talking. And I just like it when it just feels uh, like, a, like a totally organic conversation. And it never feels like you're just asking questions. I think they're my favourites. Nick, if you was to direct someone to to uh, to the podcast, what episode would you say is a is a good cross section? I, I would say, well, I think, like we said, the Jim Cummings episode is really good, but it's so well researched and wildly off what we normally do <laughs> that, um, that if you listen to that and you listen to any of the others, you'd be sort of disappointed. <laughs> Um, yeah, this one's pretty good. Uh, I've really done their homework. Here. <laughs> we, really did our, we really did our homework. I think, I, I think, I think the Samantha Morton one we did uh, in oh, lockdown was, was was really great. And they used to be like an hour long. There was a really fun one we did quite early on with Yasmin Akram, which was which was yeah. really funny. And then, you know, the Johnny Vegas one was great. The Harry Hill one was great. I think the one we've done today was really great. Like, I think the one we did today was one of the best ones we've ever done. Yeah, I think um, so, uh, and remind yeah, listeners who, who the guest was today? Miranda Raisin. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, but it's great because we get like a, a, a different background. We sort of like let them lead the conversation. So we can, the problem with be, us being comedians and getting comedians on is you end up just talking about comedy. So when you get like actors on or you get like authors on or musicians and people that have just done or we had like a, a load of chefs that came on when you get people on that sort of like are out of your wheelhouse you actually get to learn stuff about them you know and you, you get to learn stuff about an industry you learn the differences about the industries but also the similarities and why they went into that and a lot of the time it's uh, it's because of similar passions that that they have to what we had when we started out so it's kind of like you learn the differences and the similarities between everyone yeah wonderful nick night thank you very much thank you very much All right, thank you to Nick and Nathaniel for that. Uh, Good job they remembered the name of their podcast at the start there. Uh, Let's have a little break and then we'll come back with the other two sets of guests. Okay, up next from FUBAR Radio, we have Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville talking about their show. Gentlemen, tell me all about your podcast, please. (laughs) Like that, yeah? (laughs) Straight into it, straight into it. Honestly, love it. I suppose being the kind of um, the like longest uh, serving member of uh, of the, yeah. the Fubar team, uh, I'll start. I I, I kind of um, I started on Fubar a few years ago, appearing on uh, Doc Brown and Sarah Love and Hugh Joseph's show. Um, had an interview about my music and uh, essentially never left. <laughs> Had a good conversation with Natalie, who's the head of production, yeah. who who runs things over there, uh, production wise, and um, really wanted to to present my own show. And Natalie was really supportive. 
gave me loads of tips and said that I could come in and and basically fill in for Doc when he wasn't present because obviously he had like quite a busy schedule sort of filming and whatnot. So the opportunity always arose for me to stand in for, for Doc. And then I sort of started a permanent show with uh, Hugh Joseph and then started my own show on Wednesday. And that's kind of taken various different shapes there's been various iterations of of the show but the latest is uh the one with uh with marcel and it's basically just um both of us in 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 the form it's in now it's it's basically both of us just chatting to you know just creative people whether they're musicians comedians visual artists actors just people who are artistic or creative and we just chat to them about what they're up to but also we talk about you know just like everyday stuff are we allowed to swear yeah everyday shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just talk about everyday shit man and um yeah it's just really cool it's a very kind of laid back format yeah there's definitely um, like no filter in regards to in regards to what we kind of do which we, we, we kind of get our guests on and just and just ask them to just like Getting get involved in our conversation because we'll be having conversations throughout from the start of the show. Then we kind of like drag, bring bring them into them, ask for their feedback on certain situations and stuff. So it's just kind of about um, getting new artists, getting people that 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 they might not have seen for a little while, kind of bring them in, find out what they're doing, and then kind of like just having like a pally chat with them. Do you know what I mean? And just just yeah. just 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 bringing our energy because because me and Michael we we, we kind of bounce with each other really well. So I think. We kind of bring bring our guests and our um, our listeners into into our our vibe. Yeah, like, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Any any regards to guests? I mean, uh, for, for new listeners, who can they expect to uh, to to have um, heard on your show? Where can they go and go and get stuck Damn. into it? Who's been on? Such a wide range, man. Um, we've had legends from like Black Street, Donnell um, Jones. Donnell Jones, yeah. Um, even even people who we couldn't get into the studio, we've had Royce the Five Nine on the phone. There was there was someone on on, on our last. <laughs> I literally can't remember the name. <laughs> That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible, man. That's terrible. Why are you admitting to get on, on a on a podcast? Why are you doing it? But no, nah, like like we've 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 had some really cool people on there. Like 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 not not only like the legend. We've 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 had like a lot of artists who are who, who have recently kind of like broken through. But we but but we were like the first people to have them. Kind of like yeah. before they like absolutely absolutely. We've spoken to before her meteoric rise. We've spoken to a guy who we love called uh, Velvet Negroni, who subsequently yeah. has had support from bigger sort of radio DJs and tastemakers and whatnot, like Annie Mac. Uh, we've we've had you know Brian Tyree Henry from the uh, um, series Atlanta, who you know, which is one of my favorite TV yeah. shows. And and this is you know this is after he he won an uh, an Emmy. God, there's there's so many names that sometimes it's when once the pressure's on to kind of remember <laughs> all these names. Well, Toots from Toots and the Maytals, you know. God rest his soul. Yeah, you know Toots I mean? on. Wow. Yeah, man. We've had um we've had Adamski on. You know. Yeah. And this <laughs> is someone who is like massively influential to me. So sometimes it's a. Uh, it's a kind of a personal accomplishment yeah. to have had to have spoken to these people yeah. who have influenced um, us so much. But at the same time, it's nice for them to be able to drop pearls of wisdom for our listeners, uh, how they got into the game, but also just to kind of hear them speaking in a really normal laid back setting. Like we're in a pub, 
Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And you got to see Adamski's uh, eyebrows and beard. What colour were they when he turned up with you? Oh, God, what colour were they? I think they were green or pink. I think they were pink. I think they were pink. pink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had these amazing Kazal 607s, which are like my favourite glasses. Uh, I've got a pair myself, but they're too big and too heavy to wear. But he had this see-through pair. And yeah, pink eyebrows, man. Coolest guy on the planet. <laughs> it's a sure. dude, isn't he? Yeah, proper. So how have you found it, you know, recording uh, in, in the last sort of six, seven months? Have you found that for a lot of podcasters in a very bleak time, it's offered, you know, uh, one of the, the, the little sort of positives they've got from it is we're all now talking like we are now over, you know, mm. Zoom and, and, and the like. You know, has that enabled you to reach sort of further afield for guests and things like that that might not necessarily have been able to sort of come into the studio? Well, unfortunately, we haven't personally been able to, because of schedules and whatnot, we haven't actually okay. been able to conduct any sort of uh, podcasting over the over the sort of, uh, you know, the lockdown and the subsequent change in, in, in society, people, everyone just being at home. But um, there are, in, in that time, there have been loads of other episodes of, of different podcasts on FUBAR available. Mm. But we've, we've recorded so many that, People might as well just go back to our um, <laughs> archives and just start from from the first episode. You know what I mean? Well, that's my next question. If you was to point a new listener that hadn't listened to uh, to the show before over to it, would you say start at the very beginning, or have you got a show that you would say, "Do you know what? Go here first because this will give you like the perfect kind of taste of everything we're trying to do with the show." Do you know what? Like, I, I think it's kind of hard because because one one thing I'd say about our show is every episode is different like because, mm. because when we get our guests on we we kind of like make each like 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 each segment that they have very different to the to the last and di- very different to anyone else that's been on the show right. because yeah. we, we, we we kind of try and try and incorporate games and that kind of stuff into it so everything is a bit different but there's it's always just banter and, and it's and it's always just just great conversation so i think i think you could definitely start at the at the, at the top of the mnm show and should literally just binge all the way through it yeah wonderful and so when we find ourselves coming out of this uh, banana situation we've been in for what feels like eternity, um, <laughs> what's coming up with a podcast? More guests. Um, one thing, one, one, one piece of feedback we always get from guests is that, and this isn't, you know, this isn't being arrogant. This, is, this isn't exaggerated anything, but a lot of the time we'll, we'll, we'll hear that that was the most fun interview they've ever done. Because a lot of the time, if you're on a press run as an artist, you get asked, a, you know, a set of questions that are pretty much, much of a muchness. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, they're all the same from radio station to radio station. They're going to ask you about the project itself. They might ask you a little bit about your history, but you won't have a chat. Do you know what I mean? You'll have an interview, but you won't have a chat. And people can just expect us to really genuinely chat to our guests, you know, and like really pick up on, on things that they're saying, you know, not necessarily things that they've done. We they won't say something interesting, and then you and then you hear us just move on to the next fucking question as if they never just said that they own fifty cats or some shit. <laughs> like we will be like, wow, like tell us their name, like you know, tell us what you dress them up in because you you must be weird. <laughs> so please you must t- please tell cat. me Blackstreet had fifty cats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I actually remember we, we had one guest. I can't remember his name. I think uh, one of his pets had died. So he'd actually got the pet's ashes, t- 
tattooed into his skin. Wow. I yeah, feel like I remember that. <laughs> that's like that's one of the more interesting guest uh, sort of anecdotes that we had. That's somewhere in the archives, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I said, it's 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 all it's all like like Marcel said. It's very much tailored to the guest. There's no real kind of format, you know. Wonderful, Michael Marcel. Thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Michael and Marcel. Okay, who have we got next? We have Bobby Norris and Stephen Leng, and they're going to be talking all about access all areas. Okay, Bobby, Stephen, tell us all about the show. God, well, let's start. I mean, I've been I've been doing access for for four years, uh, but the show itself's been going a bit longer than that. But it's basically just a, a mix of celebrities and people in the news and actors and reality stars and all sorts uh just talking about what's going on with them really it's 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 quite straightforward isn't it bob it's such a fun show to do i think for for that hour speaking and we always have the most amazing guests and honestly the, the chats we've had and even during the lockdown i mean i've only ever been doing access since lockdown so i've only ever done it through the virtual Zoom side, and I can't wait to get in the studio when we're allowed, and that all goes back to normal. But how it all comes together, and how we we just make the show, and the fun we have, honestly, it's it's such a, a fun hour a week to do. And so, how did the kind of concept for the show come together, Stephen? Well, that was before even I was there. So I actually, it was it was always envisaged as like a behind the scenes look at like celeb culture, I believe. And I actually came on as a as a guest. I used to work for OK Magazine and um, I was brought on as a guest to talk about uh, some TV news and then I got invited back and then um, my boss did a, did a stint for the while. Then when, when he left, I took over as, as a full-time presenter. It has definitely evolved over the years because it used to be a lot more... Um, well, it was it was very different when we were doing it in the studio. You know, we'd, 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 we'd kind of insist on guests coming in which meant that you were kind of restricted to who would who could come on and actually the lockdown has been really good for us because we've the level of guests we've got have just like gone through the roof so yeah it's definitely changed even in the last like four years that i've been doing it i think that's but, something that, that the podcasters have you know if, if we're going to try and sort of search for positives in this you know this strange old time we find ourselves in it does feel that that kind of switch from you know that that initial kind of knee-jerk panic of podcasters thinking oh my god like is my podcast finished what am I going to do yeah. so that kind of sort of readjusting to kind of doing it as, as we're doing it now via zoom or skype or whatever you know format you choose to do it on but I think as soon as like you know, you had that sort of few weeks of adapting to doing it like that. Then all of a sudden, the the you know the possibilities were endless. It was like, hang on a minute, we haven't got to get someone. You know, are you free for fifteen minutes to come into London? It's like, yeah, it, you can. You know, for, for, I don't want to overplay, but you can go global, can't you? There's there's, there's no restrictions. Yeah, yeah, and I think actually that's been one of the things we have had guests for, that have been in America. We had Matthew Morrison come on. He was in LA. We've had guests from. From Selling Sunset, which I think we've, we've both really enjoyed, haven't we, Bob? Um, Honestly, I think we've had about three or four of the lovely ladies, haven't we, now? And <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was so amazing, like, the, the chat that they gave us. And, I mean, it's such a, a huge show. It's completely added up on Netflix, you know. So for mm. them to be able to, like you said, they was never going to jump on a plane and come over to us. So, actually, technology has allowed us to speak to whoever 
whoever we like, really. And as Stephen mm. says, we've had some amazing people. Craig from Strictly was an amazing interview. Yeah, he was great. And, and yeah. so, so for, for new listeners, um, uh, if you was to sort of point them in the direction, I, I'll ask you this, Bobby. If 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 you was to point them in the the direction um, of your podcast, what episode would you say? Right, if you're going to start, jump in with this one because this will give you a good kind of cross section of what we're trying to do with the show. I would actually say, as I mentioned, I'd say that the Craig episode was a really, really good chat. And I think, like many people, I've only, obviously, I've, I've seen interviews here and there, but I only solely really know him from being the, the pantomime judge on, on Strictly, really. And actually, to, to sit and speak to him and interview him and the, the conversation the three of us had, honestly, I saw such a different side to him. And I think that is actually the beauty of really speaking to someone and seeing behind the kind of caricature that people sometimes play in, in their TV role, day job, so to speak. I really opened up and just telling us so much more just been about Strictly, you know, and the behind the scenes and how he'd got through lockdown. And that's been a real fascinating thing as well. I think so many of us this year, we're all in the same boat, you know. I know a lot of us want to know how other people are getting through it and what they've done to pass their time and what's what's keeping their red in place, so to speak. So I've loved every every minute since joining Stephen. I, I think you know, <laughs> lots of lots of podcasters, and and it sounds like you know it's, it's the same for you, Bobby. That having that kind of you know having a podcast and, and being able to reach out and connect with people and chat with people, it's a, it's a healthy distraction from you know the, the world at the moment. And I think it's you know I think it's good for your well being to be you know to stay in touch with people and and have these conversations. And I, I don't know if you agree with that, but I think it's been a a, you know, a very a very healthy distraction from a, a pretty bleak place out there right now. Oh, massively. I mean, I've said before, I genuinely do not know how we would have got through this year and this lockdown in a year that we didn't really have the technology we've got because where so many of us haven't been able to see friends, family or even leave the house, to still be able to speak to people virtually, for people's mental health, that's such a big thing and there's a lot to be said for just having a few minutes conversation with people, whether that's every day or every week. And and for people, especially, it's easy to forget the people that are alone, to have that one hour a week for people to kind of zone out and it's a bit of escapism for people, you know, because as much as we need to watch the news and what's going on, it can be an overload sometimes and it's dark times we're going through. So to kind of have a little bit of celeb goss and behind the scenes chat, it's just a nice escape. Wonderful. Stephen, what can we expect from the podcast in the future? What's coming up? Well, it, I mean, we don't know literally a week before who our guests are going to be. So it's always a surprise to us. Even we usually find out on a Friday, we record on a Tuesday. Um, so I imagine more of the same. And I think actually, to be honest, the more we've been really lucky with our guests, I think it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The bigger guests you get, the bigger guests you attract. Um, so I, I'm hopeful that going forward that we'll be able to do the same thing. And I hope that when we go back into the studio, back into the FUBAR studios, whenever whenever that may be, we'll still be able to utilise this kind of technology to, to get more, uh, you know, more exciting guests and break more exciting new stories. I think the, the, the one side of things that has been a real surprise is how much publicity we've been able to get <laughs> from the guests, that we've, the guests that we've had. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope more of the same. Um, but you know, it, you can never really predict as the the shows evolve naturally over the years. So I think it's it's just a case of seeing where things go. Wonderful, Bobby, Stephen, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. 
Boom. Thank you, Bobby and Stephen. And uh, thanks to Stu, of course, for conducting all three of those conversations. And thanks to everybody at FUBAR. Um, they've just been an absolute pleasure to deal with uh, over the last few months. We've uh, we've had a little article on our website um, focusing on five of their best podcast episodes if you wanted to go and have a read of that. And uh, yeah, certainly opened my ears up to a few of their pods that I wasn't aware of. So thank you so much to Nick and Nathaniel, Michael and Marcel and Bobby and Stephen for guesting today. Uh, That is it. We will be back on Monday with your normal episode, your normal scheduled episode with uh, one host talking about their show and then a couple of recommendations. If you want to go and listen to the back catalogue, then just scroll through. You're on your podcast app now. Go and have a look. We've got loads of big guests um, that we've had on over over the years is it years over the year just over a year uh, we've had James and Ed from uh, Off Menu we've had Carrie Ad Lloyd from Griefcast we've just had loads of the heavy hitters so uh, yeah have a scroll through and have a listen head to podbiblemag.com as well if you want to check out um, all of the different content we've got on there recommendations and reviews you can read the old magazine um, and info at podbiblemag.com is our email address if you want to get in touch with us um, thanks very much once more for listening and we will speak to you again on monday and in the meantime uh, have fun be good and let me tell you that if you wanted to know who made this podcast sound so good the guy who produced it was the invincible buddy piece thanks a lot bye